The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. After making the crossing to the other side of the sea, Jesus and his disciples came to land at Gennesaret and tied up there. As they were leaving the boat, people immediately recognized him, and they scurried about the surrounding country and began to bring in the sick on mats to wherever they heard he was. Whatever villages or towns or countryside he entered, they laid the sick in the marketplaces and begged him that they might touch only the tassel on his cloak, and as many as touched it were healed. The Gospel of the Lord. I'm just thinking about who we're talking about today. St. Paul Miki. For some reason, he's like one of my favorite martyrs, and I don't know why. But you go back to the 1500s, middle 1500s, 1549, right? It's when the first Jesuits hit Imperial Japan. They start to bring Christianity about. And by the end of that century, so within 51 years, 300,000 people are now proclaimed Christians. They're about to go through a massive persecution, though, too, and it begins with... St. Paul Miki and his companions. So around 1597 is when he and 25 others are, are kind of selected and martyred. But there was something that St. Paul Miki said. And this is what he says leading up to his martyrdom. He says, My religion teaches me to pardon my enemies and all who have offended me. I do gladly pardon the emperor and all who sought my death. I beg them to seek baptism and be Christians themselves. So what does this show us? It's a reminder that within our faith, within all the stuff that we deal with, with all the everyday life, we are at the core and root called to offer forgiveness. The, the Japanese Christian culture was so emphatically infused by the cross. Like everything for them led back to the cross. Like they saw great, great goodness in the suffering of the cross. And it, it's completely um, directed the development of Christianity in that particular part of the world. We've never had to face that. We've never had to face that type of a persecution, that type of a martyrdom. And so... We can look at the cross and maybe see the beauty, but we also can look at the cross and see the confusion. You think about how many, if not all, Protestant churches refuse to have a corpus. And, and I just wonder why. Like, and, and often when you ask them, I've, I've talked to many pastors, and they say, well, it's because we're, we're highlighting, we're emphasizing the, the beauty of the resurrection, the empty cross. And I'm like, good. We highlight that too, but you can't get there without that. Just like you can't get to Easter without Christmas. And I mean, it all kind of goes together. There was, oddly enough, a, a plan. Hmm? Someone had this awesome design. We hear about that in the first reading as well. But for the Christians there to say, like, if we were to take down that, that corpus, they would look at the cross and just say, okay, what, whatever. It's just a cross. But it's more than just a cross. It's, it's who is on the cross and what that person's life has done for us who've also like had to face our own crosses. So I love that that Paul Miki, that's his statement, is like, my religion, right, Catholicism, teaches me to pat to pardon 
my enemies, and all who have offended me. And I gladly pardon them. And in fact, I want to be Christians too. Like, do we think in such a joyful way like, hey, you're about to kill me. I hope you become Catholic someday. We probably don't, but like that's, that's the faith. Like, so their faith is so much more than just, just that moment. Their faith, like St. Paul Miki and all those companions, their, their faith was so much beyond that. We're called to live beyond these moments, brothers and sisters. Like, I'm a little aggravated about this. But this is not the end of the world. If those listening, I'm talking about the mic that's broken. This is not the end of the world. This is trifle to the realities of, of the resurrection, heaven, eternity. What I also love about the Gospel of Mark, we have to just do a one quick little reflection on that. So if we go back to, I'm pretty sure it was last Monday, to make sure I'm not losing my mind. Yes, I was right. A week ago today, last Monday, we heard Mark chapter 5, 1 through 20, when Jesus healed the, the demonic man with legion and all the swine. We knew he was in Genesaret because of the swine, so they're Gentiles, they're not Jews. Okay. So Mark 6 today, end of Mark 6, he's back, which means they would have remembered that he came and healed that demonic man. And they're like, don't, we don't want you here. Like, they, they kicked him out. He comes back. What do they do? They run and get everyone to come and just touch his tassel. They went from this, get away from us, we don't want you here, to let's find everyone who's sick and bring them to him. They had this radical conversion in the same way that Japan, 1549 to, to 1597, like, had this radical conversion, and then for the next centuries had to live in secret, what does that really show us? And it can show us a lot of things. I think it shows this one thing. You can't beat God. God wins. I'm so grateful for that. <laughs> he wins in the end. So with St. Paul Miki, his companions, their life, their witness, what they endured, what they faced, what they give us as an example, we are so thankful for. What we see in this gospel today, we are so grateful for that they had this conversion heart. We see that there was a plan and an order, and we see that in Genesis, that God had a very specific way he wanted to do this. He didn't make a mistake. Nothing is a mistake. And so for our own faith, our own religion, can we be like St. Paul Miki? Can we pardon those who want to kill us, those who offend us, and can we even hope if they're of a different faith or something else that they will join us? That I actually want the people who hate me to be with me, the people who, who want my blood. I want them to have eternal life because I know it's good and true. If we can get to that place, whew, we'll be great. But maybe it just begins by can I pardon those who have upset me, those who have offended me, those who I find difficult in life? Can I give that pardon to them? Can I literally just surrender them to God? And it's not an easy task. It takes time. But it's something we have to be remind, like, always be reminding ourselves of. Because of my faith, because of my religion, I pardon. I'm called to pardon those who want me dead, my enemies. 
So we ask St. Paul Miki for that courage and that strength and that witness today to be able to do the same.